So I'm about a half a bottle of rum in about a half a bottle of rum. Well, actually, I'll tell you what, you're actually a pretty funny motherfucker, and I really don't believe that you go out and suck dicks for nickels. And, D, since you're a fellow Jew, I'm just going to say, gay cock and off and yam. Kishman took us around. Keep it sick, keep it wrong, keep it kosher. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, Steve Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. Jesus Wackerly, did you trade in your slide whistle for one of those goddamn South African horns? Let me shut the window. But this is horrible. South Africa. Jesus, fuck. Jesus, dude. What? Going? <laughs> There's the slide whistle. <laughs> God, haven't better things come from Africa, like AIDS? I mean, <laughs> th- th- those horns are, are a scourge. I would take twice as many AIDS. Yeah, as much I, w- AIDS, I, I would take none, ten none times ten, a ten times the package of AIDS versus one of those horns for two for ninety minutes. Mm. I'm sure it, if you share one with somebody in South Africa, you probably get AIDS. Well, people that are not in the know, yeah, you probably would want to use like a little mouth guard or something. People that are not in the know, that is one of those wretched South African horns known as the Vuvuzela. I think everybody's in the know because, I mean, soccer is the sport of the world. Well, would you say oh, in the know or Americans. in the annoyed? <laughs> except yeah. Americans, they don't know. But uh, in a second, we're going to have to... Um, to spout off on the scourge that is the Vuvuzela, which is ruining the World Cup for uh, many a fan. Should I open the window again when we get back to that portion? Yeah, and just to just to play how annoying. <laughs> okay. I could, I could you imagine how annoying? Ninety minutes, I couldn't deal with it. So, uh, Wacker, what's up, man? I just want to commend your uh, excellent party. You're quite the host. Uh, that was a great party you threw on uh, on Saturday. Uh, I only brought the beer and the place. So well, other people brought all the food and the other booze. It was at your new pad. It was uh, you got a nice place going on there. I, I like oh, yeah. the, the the backyard is key. Yes, and you could have. That's where I tan completely could, in the nude. You could have. I, I never want to be over there. Did when I show you my that. ball tan? It's awesome. <laughs> um, you could have the perfect sick wrong studio on uh, your property. Yeah, we should do that with a little bit of effort, Wackerly. Yeah. All right. Well, I have a few demands. I um, like. Uh, let's see. I want a new chair, comfortable velvet chair. Velvet. Um, yeah, it's got to be velvet. You don't have a velvet, velvet chair now. Yeah, this one's leather. I don't want. I, I, you if I'm at your place, I need. I need a velvet chair, captain's chair, and uh, we're gonna have to acoustically soundproof the whole uh, garage area. I want those mics that hang from the ceiling. I'm oh, so sick the of these kind? mics. <laughs> I thought they were on a big boom, like with an articulated arm. Well, you could. Well, I've seen them hang from the ceiling, and they have that, oh, like, okay. yeah, that art, uh, that so you pull articulated arm that comes out. Yeah, so I can pull it down and talk into it. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's going to be some changes. I want a full soundboard, uh, mixing board, and that'd be cool. And um, yeah, then uh, I think we could maybe uh, make that work. Who's going to be on the mixing board while we're recording? Are you going to do both? Are you going to multitask? I don't know. We'll get one of your neighbors to do it. <laughs> I, I could do both. I, I, do I have could have kind I could of a hot neighbor. 
with that little Filipino kid. No, she didn't. He was like twenty one, and she he was a dude. Come, the, the hot one, <laughs> the hot one, didn't come over. I think it might be that kid's mom. Wow. Yeah. He was. Oh, yeah. How old was that kid? There was like was some 21. like. Really? He looked like he was like fifteen. I was just. I, I saw him. I saw him just kind of hanging because, out. That's because you're thirty five. <laughs> well, I, I looked at him. I was just like, "Are you old enough to drink that beer?" He's. He's. Give fi- me that. He's fifteen years younger I was about than to you. Confiscate he's that. He's fifteen years younger than you. Maybe that's why you got confused. His you know, girlfriend looked really young. She was like Filipino or something. So it was uh, the occasion was it was About a friend Jay's uh, birthday and uh, yeah. threw him a big birthday party extravaganza. It yeah, their, their place was getting painted, so that's why we had. Him I think uh, the, there are a few highlights I just want to make mention real quick. Um, at one point, I was everyone got pretty pretty tight. Everyone got pretty drunk. There's a yes. lot of booze going on. You probably still have a lot of booze left over from that. Quite a bit. Yeah, there's a lot of booze going on there. Although I've been denting it. Yeah, in the, in the following days. Yeah, I imagine an open bottle of uh, whiskey probably only lasts a Not couple hours survive. at your house. No. So I was talking to uh, Jay's wife for a little while, and she was telling me that she had, I don't want to use the term commission, but she had uh, asked like several girls to come over that she was hooking you up with. Really? Did any of those pan out? No, I didn't even realize. <laughs> I, talked to, I talked to one girl. I didn't know I was being hooked up. I didn't hook up. She was she was saying she was telling me she's like oh, I got these three girls coming up for uh, for Lance and uh, you know he's such a great catch you know he's got a good job he's got a good place he was such a great catch and I, I kind of looked at her and I was talking to her and my ex girlfriend from right. well, years ago so you looked at her and you're like you're right <laughs> well I looked at her I was just like you know no one ever tries to hook me up oh, with anybody you had to make it about you okay I was right. like no one ever tries to hook me up is uh, that she, true. No, no one ever tries. I never get hooked up. No one ever. Whenever, whenever someone's trying to hook up somebody with some with a with well, a friend very, of theirs, you're very picky. I, I never even get considered to be hooked <laughs> up. And so I said that, and uh, Christy looks at me. She's like, "Yeah, well, you're not a good catch." Oh, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, "Where?" where? And then my my ex girlfriend's like, "No." No, you're not. I was, like, well, what? I was like, where am I on the catch scale? And Christy's like, oh, you're pretty much towards the bottom. So I was just kind of like thinking, I was like, You're getting yeah. thrown back from the catch. Yeah, I was just like, well, I was about to say this, but I didn't say it. Should have said it. It's like, yeah, well, I don't want you to fix me up with any of your late 30s old ladies anyways. They're not impressed by my drinking abilities. Why am I, my, such, my a good, why am I such a good catch? I didn't know, uh, you know, like alcoholics who spend half their day in like a par- hangover-induced paranoid meltdown phase. Reading comic books. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Really, Apparently yeah. you... It's good may- to know. Maybe it's your Battlestar Galactica knowledge, but regardless, mm-hmm. you're My a novelties. good catch. Yeah, you're a good catch. So, Wackerly, was was your party a twofold... Was there a twofold purpose for having your party? Was it a birthday, obviously, for Jay, but was it also a World Cup party? No. Had no. nothing to do with the World Cup no, at all? No, and actually some people I think who were invited didn't come, or maybe didn't come till later because they were Watching the World's Cup. Well, it was... <laughs> what? The World's Cup. What? Well, the, the, Isn't that what but, it's called? <laughs> but there was a seminal game that day, uh, U.S. versus England. And, oh, uh, yeah. And that, that, that was, was great. Yeah, no, that was going on. I watched, I watched some of it on uh, Saturday afternoon, but it was Saturday morning. And England, the, the party England was, was a night. bit upset. You know, I'm actually... That almost went shouty crackers. <laughs> No, I think they did get shouty crackered. Uh-huh. I think they they all got rather... Uh, oh, hang in- on. Are we going to talk about the World Cup? Oh, yeah. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> that would make an English fan shouty crackers. Yes. I think it would make anybody shouty crackers. So they, they tried to blame their... 
disappointing tie to the U.S. I what, mean, their goalie's blunder? Yeah, their goalie totally let the... I love how the, the, the English fans... I love how the English oh, fans... I said, I said <laughs> we sound like commentators at the World Cup. That's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. We'd be the worst commentators ever. I do love how the English fans... Because uh, Sleazy E went to Mad Dog in the Fog. You know, that limey yeah. bar in Lower Hate. Uh-huh. I guess it's filled with the limeys. The Chieftain you can also go to. It's filled with limeys. They're all wearing their English colors, St. George Cross t-shirts and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Do they all like give each other telephone scars <laughs> later? <laughs> I'm sure. I almost went over there, like, full-on face-painted red, white, and blue, just, USA! <laughs> Your Captain but... America suit on. <laughs> Big shield with a star on. I was so hoping, though, that the U.S. would win. Could you imagine how, how sweet that victory would have been? Very sweet. Oh, dude, I would have been mocking Limey's this entire podcast. <laughs> but instead... I still think you can. No, you know, we can't, though. It but was they a were, tie. They were, they were, yeah, but they were expected to win, so a tie is effectively a win for the U.S. I think also, they, and the English were saying, well, the U.S. should have lost except for that goalie's mistake. That, well, the goalie's mistake <laughs> yeah. is why we're mocking you. Right. You know, learn you how to goaltend. You lost. That's part of the game is keeping <laughs> the ball out of your fucking net. Seriously, did you ever see that movie, My Left Foot, where they just put that, like, spastic on the ground who could only kick with his foot? He could have blocked that ball. <laughs> he totally could have. The U.S. would have lost. I've never seen My Left Foot. <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis plays yeah, this, like, I know, spastic, I know. and he could kick really hard It's one of the It's one of the four movies he's ever decided to do. Oh, dude, it's a wonderful comedy. I would fully recommend it. It's <laughs> great. He have a giant, crazy beard in that movie? It's not as funny as England tying to the U.S., though. <laughs> no, oh, God, a draw. But, no, that's exactly, that encapsulates why I hate soccer in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Draw. Who wants to spend 90 minutes listening to the stupid South African damn horns <laughs> and watching his game to have it end in a tie? How anticlimactic. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, no, I guess it's time for tea now. The game is over. That was a very disappointing tie. I guess I'll eat my bangers and mash with my disappointed <laughs> look on my face. Oh, Oh, to head with it. Let's have boiled pizza, honey. It's a celebration that we watch the soccer. I think that's why uh, the Northern Birds are so ugly, because their husbands are rearranging their faces because they're disgruntled about the tie. (laughs) So they're even uglier tonight is what (laughs) the And you know they're like, just please. Well, they won't have ties pretty soon, because after the first round, they do the shootout if there's a tie, which is kind of exciting. Oh, they do the penalty kicks? Well, it should be sudden death, or sudden death in soccer could go another 90 minutes, though. Yeah, I mean, the ref already adds time, which is annoying, just arbitrarily, like, oh, the 90 minutes are over. How about five more minutes? How about six more minutes? How about seven? I don't know. It's yeah, really, the refs know. have a lot of power. You know, it's, at least America didn't lose, but the fact that England didn't win was just, I don't know, I felt good all day. I was like, I'm going to get so drunk at Wackerly's house. Maybe <laughs> even streak the party <laughs> with USA written on my back. That would have been epic. But anyway, yeah. Even, uh, you know, you can forget about the USA-England rivalry because really that's kind of peanuts compared to... It's really everybody in the whole world is losing because of these fucking horns. Yeah, compared to the the brouhaha about these horns, uh, you know, people, uh, this has just angered people throughout the world. Except for South Africans, who apparently this is a tradition over there. Yeah. So a the, tradition, great. The Vuvuzela is a plastic horn that, when blown correctly, makes a very loud and drawn-out sound. Supporters, South Africans, 
mainly South Africans, who work for the Vuvuzela manufacturing company. <laughs> so is there one company? Is this a monopoly? I think there's like one company, and it seems like this this article I read here, they just interviewed people who work for them because they are big supporters of the uh-huh. Vuvuzela uh-huh. horns. But apparently... Like, um, I think it's a mellifluous sound. <laughs> they claim it's an inspiring cacophony. Uh-huh. And, uh, and critics... Say it sounds like a swarm of bees drowning Caca. out fans, funny. <laughs> commentators, national anthems, and generally ruining the World Cup experience for everyone. Yeah, it's like this. Okay, this is your national instrument because you're a fucking backward country. <laughs> yeah, but your national instrument makes one note is made of plastic. Good job. Well, you- okay, even given that, when the, at the start of the game, blow it for like five minutes, then stop. Or if you're if you're if if Ghana in between periods when if, you score a goal, yeah, if Ghana scores, fine. Don't drone on and on for the fucking full ninety minutes. And there's thousands of people blowing these damn horns, right? And it's not only South Africans. I no, think there no, are no. other fans that go there well, and get drunk. I mean, yeah, South Africa doesn't have a, a fucking monopoly on stupid people. This is exactly the type of thing when you get a bunch of drunk people. Oh, that guy's blowing a horn. I'm gonna blow it too. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure every American there is blowing one. That's typically like an American. You know, Americans have their air horns that they love. The well, thing about the air horn is you have to conserve the air in the horn. In the horn, because or else Americans die. would just blow that constantly. But Americans too. will bring a backpack full of air horns to the rodeo. They will. Br- well, I thought you're, they will bring a backpack to the rodeo, but you, you just put the fear of God into me. <laughs> the Americans who are in South Africa are going to bring these back, and it's going to yep. be. It's going to infect the U.S. Yeah, I wonder about that. Because that's, sort of, that's sort of one of the fear is that uh, the, these horns, these vuvuzelas, might actually spread to other countries. It's going to be just like that gay guy who fucked a monkey. You don't want things from Africa spreading anywhere else. No. You seriously don't. But some, these things, I don't want to overlook how juvenile the, this blowing of the horn to disrupt a sporting event or disrupt anything and to just to, to generally annoy other people is. It's kind of like we were discussing this earlier. When your your kid's one-year-old or your, your, your friend has a one-year-old or two-year-old that's a birthday party, you buy them like one of those little like toy guitars. Yeah, something that makes noise. Or you buy them a little drum set and you're like, oh, so cute. And they're looking at you just with just complete hatred. Yeah. It's like, why even would a, you do this? Even, a, even like a doll that has a pull string on the back that says something. Because you know, when you're a kid, you're going to be pounding on that thing incessantly. A thousand times a day, at least. And then, and that is, essentially, that's the analogy. That's what's going on here. It's not here. an analogy. It's the exact that's same what's going behavior. on here. I don't understand. These are adults. These There's are probably pre- a couple children in the stands, but they're not, like, they're not 100% contributing to this. Well... You know, at the first, adults are contributing also. Yeah, and and, and people, I don't, I don't understand how it doesn't disrupt their own experience of, for the game. I mean, they're paying what hundreds of dollars for these tickets. Oh, at least. So yeah, these are like you know Super Bowl level type of uh, costs. I think. You know, I was confused at first. I was seeing some of these pictures of these people holding these vuvuzelas, and I was like, "Wow, dude, those people, all those people have beer bongs. That's awesome." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "They're so cool," and I realized, wait. This isn't Australia. This yeah. is South Africa. Those are something else. Right. You get your you got your cultural uh, traditions mixed up. <laughs> Just guzzling Fosters. <laughs> Don't take away our beer bongs, mate. <laughs> The sound of Australian farts just, just humming throughout the game <laughs> <laughs> and belching. I thought that there was like a, f- a bee next to the cameraman's bike. <laughs> That's what I thought. It, it does sound like, like why bees. Isn't he, why isn't he, uh, you know, 
swat that bee away. <laughs> well, so people have been asking, uh, is it pronounced FIFA or FIFA? What do people say? The FIFA. I've always heard FIFA, but I can't heard. The soccer governing body in charge of the World Cup is under pressure to ban the noisemaker. But they're not going to. For now, they'll only outlaw Vuvuzelas if they become a physical hazard. If someone's throwing the horns on the field. But they're evaluating the use of these these instruments. If they threw them on the field, they wouldn't be able to blow them anymore. Well, so Sepp Blotter, who's the FIFA president, he said that Africa has a different rhythm, a different sound. I don't see banning the music traditions of fans in their own country. Would you want to see a ban on the fan traditions in your country? <sighs> yes, I understand. Yeah, ban the air horns from American yeah, sports. I, I sure. couldn't care less. If it was it. an annoying, obnoxious, rude instrument that's blown for 90 minutes throughout a game, yes, ban it. I mean, why would you permit that? I mean, I don't think, you know, I'm generally against bands, but they've demonstrated that they cannot be uh, responsible with these things. I mean, it, it, seriously, it's just what's wrong with just having, like, allotted portions of the game where you can blow these horns? Because the only way you can ban them is just not to let anybody, not anybody, allow anybody bring them in. And people would probably sneak them in. But, you know, it, it reminds me. Cause, <laughs> They're pretty big. You have to, like, shove it down your pant leg. Well, people are saying that, you know, this is part of South Africa's storied traditions. It <laughs> harkens back to when they blew on, like, the, the horn of the kudu, you know, that uh, the warriors blew antelope horns to call villagers to meetings and uh-huh. to strike fear in the hearts of their opponents. Uh-huh. Th- this is an ancient <laughs> tribal times right now. You're watching a fucking soccer game. In a, Behave. In drink a, a beer. In a multi-million dollar stadium. Yeah, that, that is why we don't have sporting events in third world countries. South never Africa's again. never going this is to be the last one. You know, Seoul, Korea hosted the Olympics. What do they do? They they banned all the shops that that sell dog. You uh-huh. know, they they made all the dog butchers close down because they're like, you know, it's going to, uh, you know, embarrass foreigners and foreigners are going to feel uncomfortable. And that's an authentic tradition. That is a that's authentic tradition, a delicacy there. <laughs> It's just like, what, why wouldn't you do this and out of respect you can, you can t- for and tourists? And then you could literally, I mean, you could reasonably tell somebody, like, look, if it offends you, don't eat the dog. You know, don't go to the dog restaurant. But you're, in this country, they eat dogs. Well, people don't You can't eat- get away from this thing, this horn. But at, least, but at least they hid that away from people out of respect for their visitors. I think, they, Africa, I think they're they just like, you know what? That, but, we're not yeah. only going to blow this horn the whole time. We're going to carjack you when you try to leave the game. Right. You know, it's just like they, they just, they don't, they're never well, going to host the World know, Cup again. I mean, look at it this way. So South Korea is like the world's manufacturing powerhouse for like high-tech shit right now. China makes the bullshit. They probably make these vuvuzelas. <laughs> they probably do get them from But China. like South Korea makes like fucking computers and all that shit. What, what does South Africa do? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Carjack What's you. What's a major and, uh, <laughs> industry? Pirates? Oh, that's Somalia. No, that's Somalia. Yeah, I don't know if South Africa really has anything other than... Uh, <laughs> the Vuvuzela Factory. Yeah, the Vuvuzela Factory and that Afrikaner rap that we played. That <laughs> Deantvert, I think yeah, that was the guys. last export. So the Vuvuzela's noise is 127 decibels. That's louder than a drum or a referee's whistle. Um, earplug sales have uh, skyrocketed because fans are becoming increasingly concerned for their hearing. Right. Players and coaches have formally complained about the horn, claiming that players can't even hear each other on the field. Now, uh, the supporters are saying that it's South Africans' way of paying homage to the game. It's Vuvuzelas are to soccer what hot dogs are to baseball in America. That's what they claim. <laughs> Once again, what a bullshit comparison. <laughs> 
<laughs> like me eating a hot dog at the game doesn't affect you as a vegetarian and enjoying the game in any way. No, it, it, it doesn't bother me at all. It's not like you're making you know loud hot dog eating noises well, to disrupt they're, my they're experience. They're not that loud, and I don't do it throughout the entire game. Although that would be like a Guinness, a Guinness worthy thing to attempt. It would be constantly to eat, see it. eat hot dogs for an entire baseball game, like for two and a half hours, never it's, stopping. Yeah, I wonder how that would sound. I'm laying I wonder down how the that gauntlet. would sound after the game. That's <laughs> what I'd like to record like it. <laughs> Just puke. It'd, be, it'd sound like if somebody was pushing like lumpy pudding through a vuvuzela. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> so banning the horn actually has been considered before. After last year's Confederation Cup, thousands of fans from all over the world sent emails and letters to FIFA saying, you got to outlaw this instrument from the World Cup because this is going to be annoying. I actually can't even watch it on TV because of its horns. It's just like the noise is so annoying it's and grating. It's distracting, yeah. You're just like, I gotta turn this off. I gotta watch something else because it's just, it's starting to give me a fucking headache. Well, FIFA decided that it was essential to the African football experience and they're gonna allow the horns as of right now. I think they're just being European pussies. I, yeah, that's like, like when, you know, far like when, too accepting of, uh, like of when, other people's culture. No, it's like when Denmark wouldn't, you know, didn't wanna publish those cartoons and all that bullshit. I don't know. I think you don't need to accept. All cultural cultural attributes equally if they're foibles. You're allowed to say something. This is a shortcoming. This is annoying. Say, yeah, yeah, you're allowed to say it's fucked up. And and if you're in charge of something, to say like, cut that shit out. So uh, FIFA communications director said uh, he told reporters that it it would be akin taking banning the horn would be akin to taking away the cowbells from Swiss soccer fans and banning the English soccer fanatics from singing. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure if they ban it, there's a Gandhi-like South African figure is going to rise up against the European, you know, imperialist power. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I find it to be probably one of the most annoying things I've ever heard. And uh, it has. It really is. It's it, probably it's, the most annoying sound. I'm thinking eventually they're going to end up banning it, especially as, as these games progress to, like, the last levels of the tournament. I just like your other idea. Like, let's just get through this one. And never again in a third world country. <laughs> I, I guarantee that's Is South Africa happen. third world? <laughs> More or less, dude. Second world? What, what's the second world? That's an evasive group. I think, okay, this is it. Third world, you don't have cars to jack. Second world, you <laughs> do have cars to jack. Okay. So it, it, that's why I think South Africa probably would be second world. Okay. Maybe more AIDS in the third world, a little less AIDS in the second world, but mm -hmm. it is Africa. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, uh, in closing, all I want to say is... I blame is, you. You're so bad. All I want to say is, suck my balls, England. USA tied. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, tires. Good job, USA. If they God, could just tie great. in the second round. Almost made me a soccer fan. Do they, does a, really does the USA make it to a second round game now? Yeah, because of the tie? because of the tie. Nice job. You know, I hope they play England again. Nice job, septic tanks. <laughs> <laughs> So, people, this is episode 231 here of Sick and Wrong. Quick recap of last week's show, 230. Uh, we did three listener stories. Listener one sent in a story about a samurai porn star suicide. Uh, listener two sent in a story about the rage of Yoran Vandersloot. Um, I think we're pronouncing that way incorrectly. Is it I think Vandersloot? It's like Vandersloot or something. Vandersloot. I, I read it somewhere phonetically spelled, but then I forgot it. I like the American butchering of the, uh, yeah. the, the pronunciation. Completely there. phonetically. Vandersloot. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I read something interesting about that guy. The FBI, the FBI actually financed that guy's entire trip to Peru. The FBI fronted him twenty five thousand dollars. I know. 
When, yeah. when you're when you're putting a sting on somebody, and then he takes the money and runs to some other country. Isn't that bad? And murders. I know exactly. And it's like, I'm surprised we'd even allow him to leave the country. The but. blood is on our hands, dude. Yeah, I think I think we um, definitely took part in uh, in her murder. Complicit. Uh, listener three cents story about a Cambodian jungle bidet, which surprisingly I didn't think that one was going to win because you know when you do country, you do stories in. Uh, Third world countries. <laughs> right. Um, you kind of think, all right, that's, well. That's legitimately third world, right? Cambodia. Yeah, Cambodia. No cards. But when, some, when like, something happens. Like a water buffalo jacking there. Yeah, when some like atrocious act happens in one of those countries, people are like, yeah, it's expected. It's the Ukraine. Yeah, but Things people, like that don't, happen like, all the people time. don't like to f- imagine themselves in a particular waiting situation. in a toilet for yeah. three weeks or whatever. So uh, the Cambodian Jungle Bidet won episode 230 with 131 votes. Uh, the rage of Vander Sloot came in second with 76, and Samurai Porn Star only got 43 because no one really cares about porn stars. Male porn stars, that is. Male porn stars, yeah. Uh, people, you know the way Sick and Wrong works. Wackton and I present the most disturbing news items of the week here on the show. Audience votes, and winner gets a Sick and Wrong care package. You can send your stories to Sick and Wrong Podcast at hotmail.com. Submit them via the forum, or even uh, send it to us via Facebook. Send it to me via Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we did get some good stories uh, for this week, but before we start the show, um, or before we start the stories here, quick word from our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. I think I alluded to this in episode 230, but uh, we have a new promotion now. Oh, right. Adam and Eve is hooking us up. I, I they remember are being excited, and then I forgot about it. So right now, go to AdamandEve.com. Seriously, stop what you're doing. Even if you're driving a car, go just stop and get your <laughs> laptop or your iPhone or yes. go to like Kinko's and get on a computer. Slam on the brakes. Slam on the brakes. It doesn't matter if you're going to have to like kill somebody because it's collateral damage. Go to AdamandEve.com, select almost any adult entertainment product for 50% off, and then you get not three free videos, not four. What, two? Not five. Six free adult DVDs. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the difference. It used to be three. <laughs> yeah. Now six. Now, if you're buying something like a sex toy to use with your mate, isn't getting a bunch of porn like counter to that? You don't need a mate with porn. That's what I'm saying. So mm. almost you want to just like order the cheapest thing possible just to get all the porn. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. I'll have the basic unadorned cockering place. <laughs> All this porn I just got for free for $3 cockering purchase. I'll take that plastic cockering, but I'll take the six free porno movies. Yeah. Uh, that's right, six free adult movies, and you get uh, free shipping and a free extra gift. So just go to adamandeve.com, and when you, ty- when you, when you, uh, when you check out, use the uh, coupon code DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E. And uh, you'll you'll get six free six free porns. Well, I believe I started the show last week, so why don't you kick off to use some football terminology? Episode two thirty one with uh, your story. Not again. I fucking hate it. <laughs> it's a celebration of my story, dude. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that I be never, I never thought I'd say this, but I actually prefer the slide whistle in, to that in, stupid in, African in horn. Land, <laughs> when I have the FIFA, when I have the World's Cup in Wackerland. In Wackerland. <laughs> it's going to be all slide whistling all the time. 
Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, Could we're you imagine gonna be that? coordinated though. We're gonna have a coordinated song, like slide whistle song. How many people are in that stadium? Like a couple uh, hundred thousand. 500,000? I would say, I'm looking at it right now, I would say 80,000. Because remember, I think there's there's multiple games going on in every given time. Oh, so Although there's I might different, be wrong. different stadiums. So may, okay, I, might 80, be, I think I might be wrong. 80,000 people sequential. playing the slide whistle. It'd be a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, here we go. Hey, Dean Lance, can you resist a headline consisting of, quote, horror, unquote, quote, admonished, unquote, and, quote, baby wipe, unquote? You know, I can never resist a headline with the word admonished in it. God, I love that word just sprays, it, it, it incites fear. Admonished? You know, I don't like saying <clears throat> it. Someone got a warning. I don't like, I don't like saying it. The, the DM, the D with the M right after it, admonish. admonished. Admonished. Sounds bad in my mouth. Tastes bad, too. <laughs> Contains perforated bowels, whimpering, and easily mockable judges. I can't believe he didn't have to go to... Jail for this, and she spells it G A O L because I, she's, just, she's from some fucked up Scottish country. I do love the uh, UK spelling of jail, Scottish and county, Joffrey. Yeah, that's why I like calling Jeffrey Joffrey. Yeah, Joffrey. Keep it sick, keep it wrong. Love you guys, Holly. And the headline is: Are you ready for it? <laughs> she already told you uh, two, three fifths of the words in it. Baby wipe horror man admonished. Ooh, admonished. Scary. Graham MacArthur, which is also spelled great, like G R A E M E. Yeah, who is they don't realize it's supposed to be spelled Graham, like Graham Cracker. Yes, Graham. Graham. Although they might spell Graham Cracker like this too. They might not even have Graham Crackers. You might take Graham Crackers to Scotland and they'll be like, oh, this is this wonderful thing. <laughs> That was a really bad Scottish accent. I don't know what was going on. That was a drunk Scottish guy. I don't even want to try the Scottish accent. I will try a little <laughs> I'll later. I'll try it later, but, uh, too. Yeah. you got to think of Sean Connery. Picture him in your mind. Or, or Ewan McGregor. Or any oh. of the train-spotting blokes. All right. I guess I could maybe do that. It takes some, some acting ability. <laughs> <laughs> well, Graham MacArthur's from Cambuslang, South Lanarkshire. Lanarkshire. He admitted to endangering his baby boy's life in February of last year. But at high court in Glasgow, Glasgow, George L- Lord, George, <laughs> Judge Lord Turnbull described his actions as mis- misguided intervention rather than an act of malice. So it, he doesn't think he, the judge here doesn't think he was trying to abuse his baby. He's just kind of a tard. He's just a uh, just a regular Scotsman then. Yes, <laughs> so smart Scotsman. I mean, don't, don't people say somebody though, invented haggis in the bagpipe? But you know, I've, I've Those spoken guys to, had, had it together. I've spoken admit. to many a UK, you know, resident of the UK, and they've said that Scottish people are scary. They're inbred. They're scary. It's like kind of going into like the deep south for us. I think that <laughs> I think that's just like. You know, the general dislike just of other places of your own ever. country. Like, just as you said about the South. I mean, how many U.S. presidents have been from the South? A ton. And I, I never voted for them. No? You didn't vote for Bill Clinton? <laughs> no, a lot Bill, of the times you don't have a choice. A lot of the times it's a Southerner versus... What? That's not even the South. What is that? They're like Midwest. But, okay, let me break this down then. Do you think Arkansas is a smart part of the you know, the country? Do you think people from there are exceptionally intelligent and like you know g- good specimens of the American mind? 
All right, point taken. <laughs> Dude, they wear kilts. Men wear dresses in Scotland. All it's right? very comfortable. Yeah, free. Yes. It doesn't bind the crotch. Yeah, you're. Especially if you don't wear underpants. Testicles blowing in the wind. Made me lose my spot. I'm blowing in the wind. That's horrible. <laughs> I can't even better, do it. Better than when I did. MacArthur was looking after his, his child and. Uh, he had a special method of changing his nappy, which is Scottish for diaper. Oh, okay. And I think they do them disposable over there. Well, like all right. Do. Why do the babies wear nappies when the men wear kilts without any underwear? Why wouldn't the babies just the wear kilts? The men are shitting everywhere. That's why. <laughs> I beg to differ. I'm glad Have you ever been to Scotland? Well, when they're drunk, that doesn't count. Yeah. I've seen train spotting. So, so do, you, do you want to know what a special method was? What? He took a baby wipe and deliberately put it in the child's body, which I mean, I assume he means up his butthole, in a bid to stop him from soiling his nappy. Now, what's the point of the nappy? Maybe he had your idea, like, I want to put a kilt on him, but I can't because he's shitting everywhere, and I don't want him to wear a diaper under the kilt. <laughs> right? I gave him a Scottish <laughs> diaper. <laughs> is that what a Scottish nappy is? From now on, it's called <laughs> Scottish that. Scottish nappy. You just put the baby wipe as a cork, as like a diarrhea just shove fram. shove it in there. Oh, it's a Scottish diarrhea fram. Right. So maybe that was invented in America first on the Tim and Eric show. Yeah, the diarrhea fram is definitely a domestic product, but I wonder if this is a Scottish variant of the diarrhea fram. Well, here's the problem. The diarrhea fram, as, you know, as publicized by Jack McBrayer from 30 Rock... Has a chain on it where you can pull it back out. Well, you know, maybe you should explain the functionality of the diarrhea fram. Well, it's like a it's like a dam, like the Hoover Dam that you put in your rectum to to prevent unwanted um, diarrhea, unwanted anal leakage. But and, and you... babies are like constant unwanted anal link- leakage. That's that's what it is to be a baby. But the beauty of the diarrhea fram is when you do want to deliver the anal yes. leakage, and you, you have can to just recognize pull out the chain, and you can't be like an anorexic of the colon. You know, you got to recognize sometimes it's got to come out. Anorexics don't recognize that anything ever has to go But never will you be caught with your pants down. No. Or pants up. Uh, One of them. (laughs) I haven't really thought it through. Because here's what happened. The next day, in a bid to remove the wipe using his fingers, in a bid to... I like that term. A bid. I'm going to make a bid to get that thing back out of here. Ten pounds to remove the wipe, please. (laughs) Can I get 20? 25? Hello? (laughs) All the pederasts. Well, he's trying to remove this thing. The Roman Catholic priest in the back there, you get it. (laughs) The guy with the funny hat. (laughs) He's trying to remove it with his fingers. MacArthur caused significant internal injuries, including a perforated bowel to his child. Damn, dude. Yeah. What was he using? The dagger that he has in his sock? No, just his finger. Just his fingers? With his three inch unkempt (laughs) fingernail. (laughs) It's because of Coke problem, too. The baby's mother later took the kid to a local GP, which I assume means general practitioner, as he was quiet and pale and whimpering. <laughs> you don't want your baby to be whimpering. Yeah, dude, I would All be, out screaming is what you want. I think that's how you would, you would react to if you're butt raped by a Scotsman. Right, but I think I'd be screaming. Yeah. That's what you want your baby to do. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe he just kind of accepted If I had a fact. Scotsman, like, lodge something in my colon, and <laughs> there was, like, you know, a day's worth of shit lodged in there, and I couldn't communicate that, like, I can't shit, then I might be whimpering. Yeah. And I mean, pale. Well, he's going to perforate a bell. Yeah. There was a four-and-a-half-hour operation 
to repair the child's bowel. During the operation, the wipe was removed, not from the colon, but from inside the child's abdomen. So the bowel was perforated, and then the wipe was just sort of shoved up by, like, his spleen or something. Jesus. By his haggis gland. <laughs> See, now therein lies the, uh, the, the problem here, the, the, the flaw of the Scottish nappy. Yeah. Well, has you it been, a you know, this is a prototype. Okay, so you need a That's chain. You need a chain to pull it out. Right, not your a not your chain. not your not your Scott claw. <laughs> Scottish <laughs> claw fingers. Scottish claw fingers. Yeah. Scottish are Scottish talent. Scottish are known for being incredibly cheap. A lot like the Jews. The Jews and the Scots have a lot in common. You know, my grandfather was Jewish and Scottish. Oh my so. god! <laughs> a deadly combination. <laughs> How are you even here? How did he pay for like any kind of delivery of any grandparent or he, he parent? Couldn't, he couldn't afford the abortion. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. In, okay, so here comes the easable, easily mockable. Holly calls it an easily mockable judge, but I'd like to add the modifier: easily mockable European judge who like oh, okay. is not willing to like hand anybody their ass, right? Which is their problem all the time. In a judgment read in court, Lord Turnbull said, I'm not saying he was right to do what he did or that it could be condoned. However, I reject... <laughs> this is horrible. I reject as baseless any suggestion that his behavior was sexually motivated. That I buy. Guy doesn't seem like a child molester. He just seems like a lazy, generally retarded, drunken Scotland man. I kind of think... You know, I, I am willing to give him the benefit benefit of the doubt here. I'm thinking he was just so wasted on scotch. Oh, what, do they drink beer? Yeah, they drink a, yeah, lot, yeah, of a lot of scottish beer. beer. Yeah. Scotland. I imagine he was so drunk that he just kind of was like trying to pull out the nappy and just kept getting in further and further and further. Right. Sort and, of uh, slightly passing out. Kind of like you having sex with a girl and yeah. shoving it in. <laughs> shoving it in. I don't think he was pitching a tent further in that further. kilt. No. 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 Um... Lord Turnbull goes on to say that he thinks this is a result of wholly misguided intervention rather than an act of malice. I think this is a result of inbreeding. Uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, they, they don't think this kid's going to live, by the way. So, you know, this guy's dad never did this to him. This is a, this is a mutation. This is new behavior. Yeah, I'm just saying, this, this guy obviously had to be like a fetal alcohol syndrome kid that grew up into a fetal alcohol syndrome adult. <laughs> so it's kids like fetal alcohol <laughs> squared and being taken up care yeah. of by a faz person. I mean, he's the guy that came up with the Scottish nappy. Ginger? Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Without a doubt, Ginger, for sure. <laughs> you know the only reason this guy's taking care of the kid is because the mom wanted to go out and get fucked up that day. So you got to give and take. I mean, if it's your day to stay home and stay relatively sober, you know, only only five pint glasses of scotch. I just wonder, don't don't go over that limit. I would and like just change the diapers as they get filled up. I would like to learn the thought process behind the Scottish nappy. Like what gave him the idea? It's part. Like, I think it's this the cheap. baby shitting everywhere. These diapers, <laughs> they can't hold the shit. So the expensive. <laughs> and so he's just like, I'm going to use one for the whole day. It's like brilliant. I'm just going to shove the nappy. Or what was that? It wasn't even a nappy. It was like a rag, right? It was a a baby wipe. It was a baby wipe. Yeah, just shove it right up the right up the keister. Right, like a yeah. cork. So he just doesn't recognize like that the shitting is, is kind of a necessary process. Yeah, Getting it's it a out. necessary function. It's the, not like a, a leaky pipe. 
Now, it, it, uh, yeah, the elimination of feces is, is vital to our existence there, Scotsman. I don't, I don't know if they've realized that yet. Maybe because the only time they ever do it is when they're heavily intoxicated and sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> so on the second wrong star scale, dude, I got to give that five stars. I'm going to give it five just because I, I, I feel bad that my Scottish accent was not on, on point today. So I, I want to. I would have given it a four and a half. But I'm I want to give this five stars out. just in the event that the baby lives and has to grow up and be like, "Yeah, when I was two months old, my dad totally <laughs> shoved like a wet nap up my asshole uh-huh. and almost killed me." No, I don't believe you. Here's the article. Could you ever <laughs> you listen to this podcast where they're talking about it from five years ago <laughs> and laughed at you? And we're not. We're not laughing at you, Scottish. I like to think Nappy this kid baby. will. We're grow- laughing with you. I like to think that this kid will grow up to be a fan. Well, I, don't, I think this kid's gonna grow up to be Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> Is he Scottish? Yeah, did you see that movie? Oh right, yeah, that movie with the face. What page. women want? Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what it was. <laughs> so uh, my story here for episode two thirty one. Actually, it isn't my story. It's Bunny Lake's story. Um, she said it's not a porn star name. It's a nickname from the it's film. It's a total porn star she name. She said it's not. It's a nickname from the film Bunny Lake is Missing. Mm. Have you ever seen it? Otto Preminger? No. Amazing. It sounds flick. like a porn. It's a great film. It actually that would be a great is it a, is porn Is it a name. titty exploitation movie a la Russ Myers? No, it's more like kind of a Hitchcockian type of um, murder mystery type mm. of thing. Yeah. yeah. The kid in... Uh, that oil movie. What the hell is that called? The the fourth Daniel Day-Lewis movie that he's ever done? Oh, yeah. The deaf one? The kid? He wasn't deaf. Yeah. Was he? I mean, was he deaf? I don't know. But I his name know. is Bunny. At least in the book, his name is Bunny. I like the name Bunny for a man, uh, not for yeah. a woman. No, it's much uh, better. Bunny writes, hey, Dean Lance, uh, guess there are no coat hangers available. 13-year-old performs home abortion with a pencil. That's the headline. Thanks, guys. I love the cast. I'm a new listener. I discovered you recently, and thank God as it keeps me entertained as I mop floors and wipe down urinals at my job and reminds me things could be worse, but not much. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Bunny Lake. I like Bunny's career path. Yeah. Like we don't a, have a lot <laughs> of Ride fem- that rocket, Bunny. <laughs> we don't have a lot of female blue-collar sick and wrong heroes or club members or whatever they're called. I don't know. You know, I think it's uh, I think it's satisfying. That, More uh, girl is Bunny not is color. wiping out a urinal and listening to uh, us blather on about nothing. More girl is not blue collar, even no. though she deals with disgusting fluids. That's a professional position. More girl embalms blue collar people, probably. Right, but she's dealing with as many or more disgusting bodily fluids than this girl. Definitely, all the this pay girl's scale, just dealing the, with urine. The pay scale is different. Yeah, pay scale is probably quite a bit higher. Yeah. So uh, the, the 13-year-old home abortion that she's referring to uh, was not conducted, but it was definitely um, suggested by uh, Michael J. Lisk, who um, is charged with over 100 counts, um, uh, felonious counts here. Uh, he buried the fetus after convincing his girlfriend to have an abortion. Wait, he's charged with 100, 100 charges, different charges, all revolving around this case? All around this case. 100 wow. counts of child rape. Yeah. Oh, child rape, statutory sexual assault, involuntary deviate sexual intercourse, and one kind of concealing the death of a child and abuse of a corpse. But that's like eight things. Put it this way. This guy is invariably going to be someone's bitch. 
<laughs> there's no, I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about okay, this. I fine. mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's bitch bound. Uh, the Monroe County man was charged with raping a girl and getting her pregnant. He buried the fetus in a makeshift grave after the 13-year-old girl induced an abortion with a lead pencil. Now, the eraser end or the, the sharp end? I don't know. Was it a sharpened pencil or was it just an unsharpened pencil that she just bought from Walgreens? Mm. Because the, the, you know, biologically, the sharpened end would seem to work better. But, yeah. But conceptually, the eraser end. <laughs> you like, erase the baby. Well, erase metaphorically, the yeah. You're... Erase <laughs> metaphorically, that's good. Uh, Michael J. List, 30 years old here of uh, Polk Township, Pennsylvania, allegedly retrieved the fetus after it was aborted in a bag from a tree where the girl threw it after delivering it uh, last Saturday. <laughs> He then took the bag and buried it, it near a creek. I don't even understand this. I, 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 I don't know. Why, why, was it, why, what, why do you throw a fetus in a tree? What was she thinking? Do you think she was aiming for something and she just did one of those wild girl throws that goes in a really bad direction? But you would think if it was a girl throw, it wouldn't make it up to the tree height. It would like go like a foot in the air. I'm willing to think that uh, you know, she's probably kind of sneaking off, doing it secretively, Jamming the pencil on her pussy, mm-hmm. inducing an abortion. Mom walks in and she just grabbed it and threw it. Oh, okay. You know, kind of just to throw it. But she might not have been thinking clearly what I, <laughs> at the time. What I wonder I'd is, like to point out uh, those wild, uncontrollable, unpredictable girl throws also are called wackily throws because I throw them like that too. <laughs> just so nobody gets angry about the sexes. Do you think that uh, Michael here used a ladder to retrieve the fetus that was hanging in the bag from the tree or just threw his shoe at it. Shoe. Just trying to hit it. Shoe. <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. Just throwing my shoe at the or tree. Or maybe a rake. <laughs> Depends what kind of, are we talking about a tree with high branches or low branches? I think it's a pear tree. <laughs> <laughs> really? How yes. many fetuses were in the pear tree? Just one. Just the one. Well, her true love gave her that one. Yeah. That, um, that position, the one position is already taken. Sadly. Yeah. We could make up a whole new song. Yeah, I wonder what else he could throw in that tree. <laughs> uh, Lisk had been having a sexual relationship with the girl since she was only 12 years old. Um, the girl admitted to a doctor who is treating her at the hospital here that she caused the abortion with a lead pencil. Mm. She then got increasingly ill for three days. Apparently, a pencil isn't a, an approved instrument to induce an abortion. Well, not since the 18th century. <laughs> I think I, I think when in doubt, use a coat hanger. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that, that's proven to work here. You can sterilize it with a lighter, a Bic lighter, which usually somebody who's aborting their own baby with a coat hanger probably, probably smokes. Has. <laughs> probably has. Probably a smoker. Yeah. <laughs> if you're entertaining the abortion, uh, home abortion idea. And just for you, kind of the slower kids out there, we're talking about a wire coat hanger. <laughs> Don't try to use the plastic one. Not You're going to run into effective. difficulties. Uh, police interviewed the girl. She said that she called Lisk, her boyfriend who lived nearby, when her contractions were getting stronger. Lisk talked her through it, told her to push hard during the strong contractions. Why she, is she going into contractions? This is a nine-month abortion? You know, that's what I'm wondering if this is late term. Uh, she gave birth to a stillborn baby. I, I would love to hear this phone call. She's like, okay, ready? Good girl. Push Push. All right. Stab it with a pencil. <laughs> it's like, is that I what happened? She, I think what happened is she stabbed it with a pencil. Then the dead thing was in there. And then her body rejected it via going into contractions to push it out like a little while later. I think that's what happened. I like to think she just kind of gave birth to this like kind of weird 
you know, like conglomeration of cells that was kind of had a lung uh-huh. and sort of one eye, which is kind true. of breathing like a while from like a basket case. And yeah. then he's just like, what does it look like? Oh, jab it with a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might want to jab it again. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe she jabbed with a pencil to get it out. Mm-hmm. It came out. He jabbed with a pencil again. I like that. He's on the phone. Yeah. He so <laughs> some guys, you know, some guys, they get their girlfriend pregnant and they say they get married and they raise the kid and live happily ever after or not. or And then some guys are like, oh, baby, I'm going to go to the ATM and get some money and I'm going to take you to the abortion doctor and you're going to get an abortion. Then we're going like go to then we're gonna go to Wendy's on the way home and get your <laughs> get favorite value meal. <laughs> some, and then some guys just drop the girl off at the abortionist. And then some guys like give the girl cab money for the abortion. And then this guy just calls and walks her through the pencil routine i don't i bet you he didn't even buy her a pencil no i bet you had to use her own yeah was it a mechanical pencil (laughs) (laughs) Uh, after giving birth she called um she called him back and uh he told her to put the fetus in a bag and he'd come by and uh, help her is that really giving birth not really it's like expelling the dead thing from your body that's what it's called <laughs> it's not a person until it's in, in my phone book okay Wackerly <laughs> okay. I learned that from Bill Hicks yes um, but you know what's funny though is she kind of preempted this because she's like you know what I'm not going to wait for you I'm just going to toss that fetus in the tree mm-hmm. you know and so, I had enough of this <laughs> waiting so uh, I got co- another date with Daryl down the street <laughs> See, that I, yeah, that wonder, I can do. I'm in Monroe County, X, and I got it on, on demand. I'm picturing this to be like a fetus Christmas tree. Like, how many fetuses were in this tree? How old is she? 13? Is it a white trash a Christmas few. tree? Yeah. God, we're coming up with new terms here, left and right. Aliska admitted that he had had sex with the victim, quote-unquote, too many times to count, and compared the relationship to a marriage where you have sex all the time. <laughs> God, There's a, no marriage like that. <laughs> yeah, what kind of marriage is that? <laughs> a fake fantasy marriage. He also said he believed that he might be the father of the baby. Mm-hmm. I don't know who else is uh, raping this 13-year-old, but I'd, I'd be willing to wager that you're probably... Dollars to donuts, you're probably the father of it this is, baby. We're talking about statutory rape here. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Still a pederast. So on the sick and wrong star scale... If he had just taken her to an abortion clinic, it would have been wrong that uh, you know that he had been raping or taking advantage of this thirteen-year-old right. for a year. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that uh, so you're he, like some kind of anti-abortionist. Well, now? no, she probably was like, "I'm going to give birth," and he's like, "No, nah, you know, I'm going to get caught if I take you to an abortion clinic." So let's go with the pencil idea. <laughs> I've heard this works really well. I checked it out on WebMD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about it on Style Project. Yahoo Answers. <laughs> so because of that, I'm going to give it a 4.5. I'm giving it a 4.8. 4.8 is kind of Think high. of the children. <laughs> think of that child. That hey, little spirit in heaven now. Well, this is Jim Rose of the Jim Rose Circus. And uh, before I put my face in broken glass and let somebody stomp on the back of my head, I have to listen to Sick and Wrong. Uh, the third story here uh, that was sent in for episode 231 came via Rich. Rich writes, At first I thought Wackerly was on the run and I was worried that Sick and Wrong was going to end. But then I realized Wackerly's not a Mexican. <laughs> 
Jesus. A man accused of, a man accused of molesting girl at school held. And you know that that headline I find kind of cryptic. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? Someone's just giving him a hug and just <laughs> holding him. Come here, man. I know you did it for all the right reasons. <laughs> come here, man. Just give me your big galoot. <laughs> so this happened in uh, San Francisco. A man wanted for allegedly sexually assaulting his granddaughter at her San Francisco elementary school. Ah, keeping it in the family. Yeah. Nice. In an attack that was captured on video, was finally arrested after a manhunt. Yet it's still alleged. Alleged, yes. I know, even with the, with the you video. You know what? Our judges are pussies, too. I take everything back that I said about European judges. Dude, until proven guilty. You're innocent until proven guilty. I guess that's true. And uh, in, in England... Or until a vil- vigilante mob stabs you with a pitchfork. <laughs> in England, it's just, you're, you're just always dead. innocent. Yeah. And you get that's off true. with a warning. And maybe we'll throw a crumpet at you. Uh, Pedro Hernandez, 68 years old, was arrested at a 10-bed homeless shelter at St. Bruno's Catholic Church. Since now, when, which saint was St. Bruno? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, since when do the churches... The saint of gay Aust- Austrian fashion models? <laughs> <laughs> since when do churches provide safe haven for pedophiles? Oh, Is this wait. a new thing? <laughs> okay, well, I guess he was hiding at the right place. Um, apparently, two of Hernandez's adult children helped him hide out in various locations since he allegedly assaulted the girl at the elementary school and was on the lamb. They were kind of operating a pedo ground railroad. Harriet Tubman. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I wonder, do you think they were aware of what he did? Of course. Why were they, why were they hiding him? Dude, he raped their niece. Yeah. And they were just kind of like, all right, well, we're going to hide you in different locations. Get, you, ins- I mean, here, get inside the- my trunk of my pinto. <laughs> <laughs> That would work because the pinto is a hatchback. You can see him through the glass. <laughs> uh, but do you, do you really think this is the first time this dude has messed around with a kid? Hell no. Okay, but I'm sure know, they've been. Des- I mean, I don't want to defend them, but I'm sure they've been desensitized to it at this point. Like, oh no, you know. Gra- oh, I guess it's not grandpa to them. It's, it's know, their daddy, dad. daddy it's Pedro. Like, Here he goes again, diddling, did it diddling again. The, the young relatives. Oh padre! Yeah. No, but don't know- invite him to the family reunion. Seriously, though, it's the one inexcusable act, and that goes to family members, is pedophilia, and especially when it's incestuous pedophilia. Yes. Like, that, there's that just no way you can Shitting in the can't... menudo. <laughs> <laughs> the two indefensible that, acts. Yeah, shitting in the menudo is the worst thing you can possibly yeah, do. Yeah, apparently, pe- apparently pedophilia, pederasty is not that bad, because the, these two adult children were, were cool with it, I guess. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised here. I mean, were they were they trying to keep him away from the cops so they could give him like the Tijuana necklace later themselves and give him real justice? I you know I where you, no you throw the tires around his neck and light him on fire? Maybe he promised them two burros <laughs> <laughs> in exchange for his freedom. Wow. Uh, Marisol Lopez and uh, Jesus Hernandez are, were um, arrested on suspicion of harboring a fugitive and accessory after the fact. Great. Apparently, when they found Hernandez, he had shaved off his mustache cut his hair, and change his sombrero in an attempt to alter his appearance. I, to I a bigger I, one or a smaller one? <laughs> a bigger one. <laughs> That's what it, I would do, It didn't do work. Um, they, they, people still recognize Always it. go big when it yep. comes to sombrero. Bigger, the bigger is better when yeah. it comes to I want to be hitting people on the sidewalk on the other side of the street with my sombrero <laughs> in the head as I walk by. That's what I want. So apparently the, uh, the assault, the sexual assault, occurred at Sanchez Elementary School. Mm. Uh, he was bringing lunch to his eight-year-old granddaughter. Less than Allegedly. five minutes later, 
A staffer who had noticed Hernandez acting suspiciously followed him into a secluded stairwell and allegedly discovered him molesting the girl. So what do you think? Uh, how, how do you think he was acting suspiciously? Did he have his dick hanging out of his poncho or something? I don't, he was I don't get it. He's up his cock as he was walking in, you know, over to meet his granddaughter. He probably bought, know. you know, he's like, uh, hey, man, I brought my granddaughter a sandwich. Do you mind if I bring it in there? And the guy's like, a sandwich? Don't you mean a burrito? Oh, no, it's a sandwich. The guy was like, mmm, something fishy about that guy. It's a flesh burrito. <laughs> well, Hernandez ran from Full the school. Full of my white semen beans. <laughs> Hernandez ran from the school. Uh, the school's cameras taped the entire incident. God, I hope to see it on YouTube eventually. Uh, you know, his... his really? Cri- you want to watch a young girl being raped on YouTube? Is that what you just said? With the Benny Hill theme music going on? <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I don't no. think you thought out that I, You know, I actually don't want to see that. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing Hernandez being chased yes. with the Benny Hill theme music that going on. Good. That would be That would be great. You know, still trying to throw his pants on, <laughs> poncho flying around, sombrero keep falling off, putting, <laughs> keep it, putting back it back on. on. A guy the, with a the a child rape should be omitted <laughs> from the YouTube video. I, I just don't. I wouldn't want to see that. Yes, but yeah, we know, can all agree on that. Seriously, if you're planning to rape your granddaughter, why would you do that at the elementary school? Man, when the urge hits you, <laughs> you know. It, but you. if you think you're you're claiming here, your assertion that he's a seasoned molester, yes. you think he would know better. You think he would do it in his basement. He, you know, you think he'd have some after all these years, have some kind of ploy, being like, "Hey, Wackley, you want to come downstairs and check out my churro collection?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. Next thing you know, <laughs> hand is inside your poncho. A little do you know? I know how it happens. I I know. I know the drill. So wait, you're a fan fan of churros? I'm a fan of churros. Okay, (laughs) they're sweet. They're crispy. They're fried. Laden with carbs. I I just don't get why he would make such an amateur mistake. It's like, well, you think he's just? Did you point out the dude is 68? He might be kind of losing it. Which also is not a defense, because I'm sure he's been doing this forever. Like somebody just doesn't start getting senile and then start raping children. Yeah, this is what you do is you get happens. senile and you forget how to cover your tracks raping children. That's what happens. Yeah, that is true. So I, I would not subtract points here for senility then. No. I don't want to give him that. No. So on the sick and wrong star scale, I find it sick that he molested his granddaughter. It's disgusting that he would do something yes, like that. Yes, that's a good observation. But I find it even sicker that his two growing adult children that's the worst. Would, would harbor a fugitive, would hide him. I think it's part of the, you know, it's the Mexican equivalent of the, yes, the Mexican equivalent of the stop snitching culture amongst, you know, urban I think, youths. I think there's a time and place to snitch. When, you're, when your granddaughter's being, when your niece is being diddled, when, yeah. grand, when the grandfather is diddling the granddaughter, what did they say snitch to the, away. What did they say to their sister or brother whose daughter this was? They just had her deported. <laughs> I'm going to give <laughs> this uh, five stars. Five I'm, stars. I'm five stars. That's not giving it. Pedro. Well, we invite the. List- I am not voting for Pedro. I'll tell you that <laughs> for anything. I am not voting for this. Pedro Other than either. I'm voting for him for head prison bitch. <laughs> uh, people invite you to decide who won episode two thirty one. Go vote <laughs> sickandwrongpodcast.com. Well, all right, Wackerly, we're nearing the end of the show here, and uh, we got a few phone calls to the Sick and Wrong Hotline. People can call the hotline at two zero six 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 three eight four six, and we got a couple emails sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. But before we get to that. How about another word from our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! 
Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. So people, don't forget, if you go to adamandeve.com and use the word DIDDLE, you get six, six free adult movies right now instead of three. It's our new promo that we have. The sextilogy. <laughs> yeah. So actually, before we get to the phone calls here, uh, I just I just noticed over here to the left of me, oh, we got a gift. Yeah, we got you a mean that present. Big, big ass box I had to haul all the way over here. Yeah. It's like Hanukkah comes in June. <laughs> uh, like Christmas that. comes early here. Uh, we got this gift all the way from Iceland. Uh, you know, at first I thought it was going to be pics of Bjork's titties, or maybe just a bag of she Bjork's doesn't have any pubic hair. <laughs> She does I have pubic hair. I wouldn't mind that. I bet you she has a huge bush. Oh, yeah. Big Icelandic bush. Right. I would do her. I'm just saying she doesn't have big no, boobs. definitely hot. I don't know if she would do you. No. Well, how old? She's got to be like 55, right? Yeah, her She's options old. must be getting slimmer, so maybe she would. And I'm a good catch. Yeah, you're a good catch. She'd just go walk right by me. Yes. <laughs> so uh, uh, the, the letter here says, Hey, Dean Lance, thanks for all the good times. Read it in the Bjork voice. <laughs> I'm, I don't just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little something from Iceland. Much love, Stebby and Gummy Saul. GC22 and Gummy Saul from the forum. Uh, postscript here is, inside is something that will make any wet girl dry in seconds. Have a shot and follow it with some dried fish. The candy will make the taste go away. Mm. So uh, what these two are referring to here Authentic is uh, Icelandic cuisine. There's dried fish here. Hard fiskur is what it's called. Mm. And uh, this apparently is, isn't this like an aphrodisiac over there? I, I don't know. But or when you open maybe, this maybe bag, a am method I gonna... of rape. It, it looks like a dried <laughs> yeast infection. Yeah. I, you know, I, I imagine it smells like that. Do you, do you want to try this, Wackerly? I say, I say I'll, we do I'll a little bite. Piece. Because it's fish, though, I feel obligated to make you eat the majority of it because... I always have to eat the disgusting shit because you're a vegetarian, but you do eat I'm, fish. I'm about to try this. Don't drop it on my floor because this place already smells oh, dear God. like fish. All right, I'm eating hang a on, small piece. Hang on, wait for it. Are me. you ready? This is just going to be disgusting. All I'm right. eating a BB size. Oh, while you're eating it. I don't know about that. I think I might have to spit that back up. It just. It's it just kind of salty. It's salty, but it just ah, it just tastes like sour vagina. It tastes like a cat treat. I don't it smells eat, like I a don't cat, eat treat. cat treats. Have you ever smell one? Have you ever eaten out a girl that hasn't taken a bath in like three days? All the time. <laughs> it doesn't taste as bad as That's this. That's what it reminds me. Oh, <laughs> uh, we also got now usually uh, that, that 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 experience is enhanced by having a giant hard on, and this is not. <laughs> Yeah, that is not. Uh, that, that's definitely not. Maybe I don't think that is Icelandic Viagra, but maybe. No, I, don't I know. can't imagine. Although uh, I am feeling something down there. We also, yeah, I think it's your stomach about the puke. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also got a jar here of ash from the volcano that crippled Europe. If <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to pronounce. It's it. just solid consonants. Yeah. Inspired by Iceland, I, I, we got a thing of ash. We got some uh, weird cigarette-looking things called opal. 
It doesn't sound like a cigarette, though. No, I'm not sure what this is. Maybe it's gum. Uh, Some candy here. I don't know what these are. There's lots of umlauts in their language. Yeah, and they also gave us this newspaper. There's there's tons of other letters I don't recognize from any kind of language beyond the moon. Like there's a D with a slash through it. I don't know what's wrong with just the D. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what that means. They also have just Ds. But uh, Wackerly, we did get some Brennivin, which is original Icelandic schnapps. So I say, we um, some of that? I say we do a shot of this to kill that disgusting fish taste. I can't believe they eat that all the time over there. Although this is probably fish, dried fish flavored schnapps. <laughs> you think this is dried fish schnapps? Because <laughs> everything has to have fish in it. That's all they have Even over there. Even the cotton candy. That's all they have. All right. Well, cheers, uh, uh, Stebby and uh, Gummy Saul. Thank you for the lovely gifts. We always love receiving gifts. Up Iceland! Not bad. Tastes a little bit like Uzo. A little bit. <laughs> it's I'm gonna, you know weird. what? I'm going to start being a fan for Iceland now in the World Cup. Are they in the World Cup? I don't think they're in it. Only certain teams get in because, you know, they can't have like. In, an Can they play soccer games. in Iceland or does the ball freeze? And then... It just slides right off into the ocean. Some <laughs> then, guy misses yeah, the, the pass. Get eaten by a walrus or something mm-hmm. or a polar bear. Well, um, yeah, people uh, feel free to send us... <laughs> Falls <laughs> into the volcano. <laughs> volcano. People, feel free to send us gifts. We always do appreciate that. We, we got a few phone calls, though, we mentioned. Uh, 206-666-3846 is the number of the Sick and Wrong hotline. I don't know what you got queued up there, Wackley, but why not play call number one? Well, Rusty Nails calls in, and, and usually... Yeah, he called like five times. This is... I want to play this because he's in a very rare chipper mood. It, it sort of progressed. It sort of, his mood elevated. It started out really somber. I think he was talking about like he had chlamydia or something yeah. or heart failure. And uh, then all of a sudden, I think as his meds kicked in, I don't know if he's on Prozac or just a random like, you know, uh, cornucopia of different pharmaceuticals. Johnny Walker Black. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or something. Uh, um, so they, they started kicking in, and then the calls became more and more manic, like progressively manic. So this one, and he was driving to Bakersfield. It's kind of a, it's a few hours, right? A couple oh, hours? Yeah. From L.A., yeah. It's Even like more. Good four-hour drive, maybe. At least. So uh, I think he's starting to lose it here. It's like full-on shining action in the tow truck. So this is the last call. I think this is the last call. Let's, let's listen to it. I'm on the highway to hell, and I'm going down. Still on the road, still in my truck. I don't give a fuck. The flying bats. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't a whole lot to do when you spend the whole shit all the fucking time in a goddamn tow truck. That's true. Making nothing. You just crank the iPod up and scream your fucking head off. And it don't matter what the hell it is. I'll sing Green Acres at a stoplight. I don't give a shit. I get weird looks every now and then, though. <laughs> every now and then? Hell uh, yeah. Anyways. Rusty's a scary looking guy. Rusty's very scary. <laughs> he pulled looking. up next to me in a big rusty tow truck. Singing Green Acres? At the top of his lungs and then stared over at me. I would look away. Like I would definitely look away, yeah. I'd pretend to, like, adjust the dials on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm busy doing something else. Uh, but, yeah, so when you're driving around Southern California, be aware that Rusty's on the road and he might be altered. And he's bored and in, yeah, an altered state. But if you're a forum pal, you know. 
<laughs> might be a good thing. You can stop you know, him and have a good time. He brings up an interesting point, though. It's like, what's the last... You know, I, I don't think a lot of our foreign fans realize this, but there's like huge stretches of just nothingness oh, they on U.S. highways. Understand. I mean, and you don't have that in, in, in England, in Limeyland, or, or in other European countries, because you, you just go... In England, you drive... You, it takes like three hours to go across that country. And so there's like, little villages yeah, that have been there for Shire thousands of Shire, years. And like, you know, we go to all the Hobbit Oh, look, hole. a little pub. Oh, a little bread and breakfast over here. Oh. Stop, stop in the hamlet over here. It's not yeah. like that. No. In the L.A. US. to Bakersfield is just desert. And not like, not like beautiful, you know, the desert is actually full of a very wide variety of different life forms. Like no. shitty, dirt, dry, shit dirt, desert. dry underbrush. And every like 60 miles, a gas station. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe 40 miles. So it's like you're just sitting full there lot for lizards. long stretches. Yeah. Long stretches on the highway alone going out of your mind. So I can kind of empathize with what uh, Rusty's experiencing there. Yes. And, and if you want to... If you can't get to Bakersfield, just listen to the Buck Owens song, The Streets of Bakersfield. Yeah. And you'll, you know, you'd understand until you've walked around Bakersfield just kicking sh- random shit with your cowboy boots with nothing to do. That's There's song nothing about. there. And the thing is, foreigners here, we're speaking to you, that's pretty much like 90% of this country. Maybe, uh, maybe like 70% of this country. Just huge, mm. vast stretches of land. Yeah, but at least out of Bakersfield is a special kind of armpit. <laughs> I got a bit, you know. Yeah, it's also <laughs> Bakersfield, that area of California. There, aren't there ghost towns near there? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like actually literal ghost towns. I think people actually towns. still do some mining there in that yeah. area too. But. It's like these towns that are abandoned from the old west. There's nothing is out there. So yeah. I'd probably go crazy too. It uh, can be fun though. But uh, good luck, if Rusty. You bring lots of drugs. Yeah, that, that's why I don't blame Rusty. I'd probably be doing the same thing. If you're on the run from the law, it's a good area to go. <laughs> What's uh, call number two? Hey, Dan Lamb. Um, a woman. A woman. Stephanie. Oh. Just calling because I'm wasted. And I'm celebrating my birthday tonight because I'm going to be in fucking Michigan for my real birthday. That's the main reason we're playing this call. It's her birthday. And she's from fucking Michigan. Is she from fucking Michigan? And she's got a superb rack. I don't know, people, if, nice. if you haven't been on the <laughs> forum yet, you can see a picture of, uh, of Stephanie's rack, which is quite superb, I think is the, the perfect adjective for it. So by playing this call, hopefully we'll get more pictures of your sweet rack. See, Stephmo finds you to be an incredible catch. Yeah, she's maybe. she's the consummate proto-hipster chick. And they like you. Are you implying that I'm a hipster there, Wackling? No, no. I'm too, I'm way, not, way too, too old, old to, to be a hipster. <laughs> you're a hipster grandpa. You've seen the bingo thing. I might be able to stretch my withered husk into a pair of drainpipe jeans. <laughs> but I'm but, just uh, saying. Maybe put a little bit of eyeliner on here and there, but uh, I just look like a corpse. I think the girls who are calling me a catch are, are, the, are the ones looking for stability and, you know, like a, you know... Something it's a meal ticket for the rest of our lives or something. Yeah, not not these crazy partying, you know, girls with their American Apparel clothing and what else do they like? The they young listen, harlots, listening the to harlots Matthew like Sweet me. and all, you know, it's just a crazy. I, I kind of envy you being at the bottom of the catch scale. Yeah, 
The harlot's like me. I, I think it's it's very fulfilling. You, you're not calling Steph Mo a harlot because that's not what I'm doing. No, I'm saying. Well, you, you just know, did. I, you called her I, a harlot they, on they her birthday. No, the hits are heart. Steph Mo, happy birthday. <laughs> Stop. Stop digging. You're in the hole. Stop digging. All right. No wonder I'm such a good catch. My birthday's next Friday, but beyond that, and more importantly than that, to be completely honest, is the fact that Ronnie. Fucking Lee Gardner is going to be executed in Utah oh, via the firing squad, which is completely ridiculous and insane and awesome. And better than my birthday, to be honest. But anyway, um, keep it safe, keep it wrong. Love you guys. Now I'm worried about Stephmo here. If 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 she's looking forward to the execution of this dirtbag by firing squad, I think she's just looking forward to her the, birthday to the, to the firing squad. Not she doesn't care about the guy. No, I, you know I I, what did he do? I don't even know. It's weird that he has the same guard. Gar- there's could, been he another committed murder, but he's been holding out asking for a firing squad. And Utah is one of the only states that still actually commits uh, uh, the death penalty with a firing squad. Did he? Did they move him? Is he a federal prisoner that was moved to? to no, Utah? He, he he committed the crime in Utah. That should be. Fun. But I find it interesting though that a young girl like this should be looking forward to you know a cake, maybe like some kind of noise making device like a, a pinata, a pinata, yeah. or maybe going to a strip club and uh, seeing <laughs> some titty. I mean, that's what people do on their birthdays. That's what they look forward to. She's like. No, I can't wait for this guy to get executed by firing squad. It's going to be so awesome. <laughs> it's a God. birthday miracle. It's a birthday. It's my birthday wish come true. I wonder if she's saying this to her friends or if she's just sharing it with her sick and wrong fam- family friends. I kind of suspect the latter. I'm hoping she's sharing it with her family and friends. <laughs> it's just like, you know, before I blow out the candles on this cake, I just want to wish that Ronnie Gardner is just gets his head blown off by the firing squad. Mm. Time for nice intervention. <laughs> so happy birthday there, uh, Steph Mo. Um, and uh, yeah, I hope you have a good time over in, uh, is she in Michigan? She's, She's going, going to Michigan. To Michigan. I think you, she might be from. All I smell is this disgusting fish. Could you put this on your table? No. That, that Icelandic fish? I told you. This is the first time a disgusting food product has come in that you actually will eat. You're owning it. I'm do not taking think, it home. Do you think this is what Bjork smells like? Between her butt crack, yes. <laughs> I'm just talking all over. Like if Bjork yeah, walks what, in the room, this is what Bjork uses for tampons. <laughs> <laughs> this is what yeah. Bjork already used. <laughs> she's used these for tampons. See the back where it's a, it's like not the kosher. Thank you, Sebi and Gummy Saul, for sen- sending us a Bjork tampon <laughs> in the mail that we just ate a little piece of. That's great. It's, I'm, it's, I'm it's pregnant comforting. with Bjork's baby. <laughs> What's the final call here? Call number three. This is timely. This call here. Yes. All right. Hey guys, um, this is Roman, and... I think it's a child. (laughs) 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 By by child, I mean somebody that's under 16 years old. Ah, huh. Yeah. Sounds like a kid. He just said his name was Roman, I think. Oh, okay, so this is a male child. Yes. No wonder. All right, I was thinking it was a woman here, but I, I think I'm mistaken. Yeah. This is a, a minor. Yeah. I, I, I give him credit for calling into a podcast, but he's got he's got to work on his delivery a little bit. I mean, his book reports will be a lot better. Speak forcefully. Yeah. Command you know, the room. Honestly, uh, Roman minor over here. I, I don't know if you should really take what you, you from what 
you know, take from what me and Lance here say on the show as, uh, you know, the, the written word here. I wouldn't live your life by our advice. I would. I, you know, no, I think, I think we do if have he, experience. If he, if he does everything we say, he can grow up to be anything from, like, low on the catch scale or high on the catch scale. It's, it's all wide open. Aim for low on the catch scale, Roman. Don't <laughs> right, listen to him. Right. Don't listen to him. Don't take the low road. All right, let's hear what he has to say. Because, right. like I said, it's timely. Before, but I have a question. Balls haven't dropped yet. So, and it's kind of irrelevant, but it's been in my mind for a little while. So, um, what do you guys think lesbian moms do for Father's Day? Like, you know, do they talk about it, or is it awkward? Like, you know, do you get the butchie one a card? Um, I don't know. I don't either. So it's a timeless question. Oh, and I'm really high. So <laughs> what? Okay. Kids today. Kids today. Let's I play. swear to God. Let's finish it. Bye. <laughs> At least he didn't say I'm really high, and my girlfriend, you know, is teabagging room here right now, so I gotta go. <laughs> You know, kid, kids, kids today getting really high next thing you know going and having premarital sex and making a super strain of gonorrhea it can't be good for your balls gonorrhea has become a super bug because of kids like this that's yeah, true God, it I can't be good for your balls I don't know if they what haven't he's gleaning dropped. from sick and wrong here <laughs> if, yeah your balls haven't dropped and you're getting high yeah I don't understand that effect. so uh, you know it's an interesting question I've really thought about that what do lesbian mothers I, do for Father's Day I actually have thought about it but from the flip side because I not because I thought of it, but I saw well, in an article that on Mother's Day, the more well, this is specifically I think was speaking of uh, lesbian couples where one of the lesbians had actually had an in vitro kid, you know, vaginally delivered, and they expected to be pampered on Mother's Day, but the other lesbian mom was like, "Well, I'm the mom too," and you know, there was there was a. Uh, what do you call that? Cirrus? What's that Yiddish oh, there's word? Oh, there's Between the two mothers? Yeah, Like a rivalry? So you would think the, the good co- uh, compromise would be for the, the delivery mom, the biological mom, to say, well, look, this is Mother's Day. When Father's Day comes around, we'll, we'll honor you. Why wouldn't they say, why, okay, why wouldn't they differentiate themselves based on who straps it on? Like, you strap it on, therefore you're the father. I don't think... I don't think all lesbian couples strap it on. And I would even venture to say probably not even a majority. Oh, I beg to differ. All lesbians do that. I believe in all the myths of lesbianism. <laughs> well, what about what about the 69 and the finger banging? Well, they do that too, but I'm saying they one all of have them, a strap on. One of them, prob- they probably do own a strap on and one of them probably is the dominant strap on wearer. Like okay. she, she straps it on. I think yes. she should wait till Father's Day to be given gifts and told that you're like a dad even though you're, you're I think the trouble starts though when you when when you start to say, yeah, but she's not a transsexual. She's not a transvestite. She doesn't want to be a man. But just, she, she, just she embodies she male features. She's probably butch like. Does that make her want to be a man? No, she just wants to be a masculine woman. Then she should have to resort to Father's Day. You know, there were some opportunities to ask this question at my party. I <laughs> know <laughs> there were we some failed. lesbians at the party. I didn't, you know, Again, I mean, good friends of mine, by the way. I, but I, I, and, and I would not feel bad asking them. I they don't have I kids yet, so maybe now would be the time. I could have really before it became a real issue. I could have really been the life of the Lexington Club last weekend had I been walking around being like that. Would not been an appropriate. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I have like f- friends that I'm comfortable with that I could have asked them the question. 
So, in answer to Roman's question here, what do lesbian moms do on Father's Day? I would say, in my professional opinion, a lot of scissoring. Tribbing. A lot of scissoring. It's called, it's called tribbing. Tribbing. Okay. A lot of tribbing <laughs> goes on. As soon as you fall asleep, a lot of tribbing happens. Which I find incredibly hot, by the way. Uh, well, it depends on who's doing it. No, no. Even... It depends on the trib. That's, if it's the Golden Girls tribbing, not too into it. Still hot. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hot. Like, I, I don't find the strap, watching the strap on sex or even a girl eating another girl out. It's not really that great. But the tribbing, that's that's The, the tribbing? Yeah. I don't know why. Something about it. Yeah, I don't know. It makes the friction. Yeah, friction action. You know, I did read an article. But I'm, not, I'm just watching it. <laughs> I read. An, I read an article that lesbians, two lesbians, make the best parents. I can believe even that. better than a heterosexual couple and better than a homosexual. I can male believe couple. that you get a, little, a lot of outdoorsy activities. You know, they're driven. They're, they're they'll, nurturing. They'll 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 help you learn sports. It's all go team with yeah. lesbians. You're gonna it be a very is. driven person. When a you're driven up. person and a well-adjusted and nurtured, person. And nurtured. And nurtured. That's, and that's, there's tons of tits in your life. Lots of tits to sleep up. on. Yeah. I, I actually kind of wish sometimes that the rabbi was a lesbian. You grew up with a lot of animals. <laughs> you, you do. A lot what, of cats. What other lesbian things do I know? There's like locally grown vegetables in the house. You can understand Ellen on so many different levels. Yeah. Like, you don't just watch it for entertainment. Multi, multi-tiered understanding and of Rosie. the show Ellen. And Rosie. And Rosie, yeah. You can actually laugh at Rosie O'Donnell's jokes. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be great. And if you can laugh Being at Rosie O'Donnell's jokes, you can laugh at anything. You can laugh at anything. <laughs> <laughs> laugh and the world laughs with you. People, you can call Sick or Wrong Hotline at 206-666-3846. Uh, you know, one thing I forgot to mention, happy Father's Day, though, to all the fathers and to the lesbian um, couples that celebrate Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you, too. There are quite a few listeners out there, I think, who have yeah. children's. So, uh, happy Father's Day. I hope you have a good one. We got a couple of emails here that uh, came to the Sick or Wrong Podcast at Hotmail.com address. First one came in from Kay. He writes, Dave and Lance, do you have to use my real name, K? Nice job. I know. Look at this. He's just like, you know what? Fuck Exposed. the pseudonym. <laughs> Exposing me to the masses. Dave and Lance. You know, Dave sounds like the name of some guy at the hardware shop. D <laughs> sounds like the name of this bitter Jewish man who's a bad catch that does a, a podcast. <laughs> Yes. Or D. Snyder, yeah, it's her yeah. sister. Uh, just a quick note uh, recent regarding a recent podcast with your new, quote-unquote, hot-sounding your intern. Oh, yeah. A lot of people thought the intern sounded really hot. She did sound hot. I thought she, she kind of has a hot radio voice. Yeah, I like it. I like it, too. I was distracted. I made all kinds of Star Trek errors because I was like You were distracted by the listening. woman right here, yeah. yeah. I know. It's, it's hard because she was in the studio. She's got a sexy voice. yeah. But, hot, but I agree with both those things. She also had a sandwich that looked pretty good. Like, I'm looking at that also. It was like all, on, all, on all spark plugs. You were just stimulated. <laughs> really wanted in some multiple of that different sandwich. directions. He writes in, uh, I'm a urologist. She's not alone. <laughs> White collar hero. Yep. She's not alone. Up to 7% of the population suffers from pararesis, which is the crippling inability to urinate in public. They even have an association. Who the fuck doesn't? Uh, Paruresis.org. God, I'd love to be a member of that. So they just want a world where Did it's all sing- today. It's all single, <laughs> single stall bathrooms with a, not even stall, just I wonder, single can door. Can they even pee? Yeah, like like handicap restrooms. Yeah, I don't know. 
seems like a lot of wasted space. I just wonder like what their meetings are like. Hi, my name's Dave, and I couldn't pee in the urinal today. <laughs> Tell it, brother. <laughs> I got 30 days of peeing in a big group of people days. every day. <laughs> Anyway, I just piss all over my face <laughs> and everybody else's face. It's great. He goes, anyway, I've been a long-time listener. I have tons of sick and wrong stories I can't tell you due to the H-I-P-A-A. Gay. Yeah. You're I gay. Know. Keep it sick, keep it wrong, K. You don't have to give names. I don't know. He respects his privacy. I want to hear about some broke dicks. Yeah, I guarantee <laughs> that, that guy probably has extracted many a foreign object in the urethra. Yeah. A urologist definitely has stories. Or I'm sure he has stories about like where the, the, the poo gets mixed up with the pee hole. That's always good. Oof, disgusting. Well, thanks, Kay, for writing in. Got another email here from Steve. He goes, hey, guys, I just found out that Richard Dunn from the Tim and Eric show died a few days ago. Lame. If Fred Phelps goes near that funeral, I swear I will fucking kill him. Steve. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of sad. People- I, would, I, I support that, that threat. And I think he should wear a sick and wrong shirt while he does it. Yeah, no, I would love, I would love to have someone wear a sick and wrong shirt and uh, murder Fred Phelps. We can only all, we can at, all have only Richard Dunn's funeral. Yeah, Richard Dunn's funeral. I'm not that against his other protests, but that one especially. Well, Dio, maybe, but but Richard Dunn. I mean, that guy was he was kind of like my pep pep. He's a and handsome man. He was a handsome old man. I don't know, people. If you watched Tim and Eric's show, I fully recommend it. But Richard Dunn was a recurring character, famous actor, very. Talented. I was trying. I was hoping for one day to meet him. Yeah, you met David Lee Part. Yeah, and you know, I, I wanted to meet him and and Qual <laughs> and James Qual and Terry Green. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's let's clink our glasses here to. Uh, there, Miss Dunn. Richard Dunn. You're done. <laughs> You're done, unfortunately. <laughs> he did seem to be extremely old. He, he was not that big old, a tragedy. Yeah. I mean, we're all going there. People, Dun, uh, Dunn will just be waiting for us. <laughs> He'd be a cool guy to party with, guaranteed. Uh, people, uh, send us an email, Podcast at hotmail.com. We always want to hear what you had to say. Uh, finally, uh, check out the Sick and Wrong forum. As I mentioned before, there's a lot of new titties on the forum. There's a lot of nudity going on there now. Uh-huh. You also got a little bit called out, though, this week. Did I imagine? I get called out all the time. Well, somebody got mad that you constantly are, are, are talking about the increasing numbers of members at the forum. I just event. look at the number of people joined. But yeah. I'm just pointing out that somebody complained that, you know. That's an, an exaggeration. But it's not, though. Well, I, I think somebody was just complaining to complain. Now, there's a lot of kvetchers. That's a good Yiddish word. On the forum. That's a new one. <laughs> kvetching, yeah. It's complaining. Oh, kvetching. Kvetching. That's yes. what, that's what, there's a lot of kvetchers on the, on the forum. But, but I, I do think there has been a lot more posting activity lately and a lot more, you know, well, you know posting What activity. I noticed is that uh, there's a lot of fantasizing about Dura and that girl Stefmo that called in today. Yeah. And Did you see that, that, that posting? And they're two of the biggest culprits. Of, they fantasize about each other. That's why. This it's is a lesbian sexual sex tension. Fest. Sexual tension on the forum. I think we should all ship in and buy them a ticket to go meet each other. I think we should all pitch in and go to AdamEve.com and get double-sided dildo action. That too. I think that would be kind of hot. So people, if you're not on the Sigurong forum right now, you're missing out on all the hot, sapphic 
action. There's also been a complaint about like all the lurkers, right? Well, I, but I guess it's linked to what we I was always just bitch about. about the lurkers, though. But then, and then people said, "Well, we should be nicer." But remember, I, that's what I tried to do, and that didn't really take. And then people were saying, "Fuck that! I like being mean, and these lurkers should keep lurking because you know if they can't take it, then they should stay the fuck out." I think I, I haven't come to a decision <clears throat> on it. You know, I think people should just do what they want. I think people should Except do... for blow that fucking horn. <laughs> if I hear one of those on the forum, I'm shutting it down. Do whatever you want. But yeah, if you're blowing that Vuvuzela right now at one of these soccer games, it's done. Forum's yeah. done. Form's you're done. done. You're banned. You're banned. Perma-banned. Go to the Sick Wrong Forum right on sickwrongpodcast.com. Uh, also, thank you for subscribing to the show on iTunes and giving us all those ratings. Giving us some great exposure. I noticed this week that Actually, for the past two weeks, we've been on the Featured Comedy Podcast page. Yeah. Right by sh- Adam Carolla, right by the, what's that one, the Nerdist? Don't we were, start on the Nerdist. Yeah, but we were kind of right alongside those podcasts, and I was thinking, you know what? We don't have anyone famous here on the show. It's just no. two regular Joes. Yeah, both of those guys, Adam Carolla and, the, and Chris Hardwick, are both like fucking two supermodels apiece on a giant pile of money and cocaine right yeah now yeah totally i mean and, and look at us we're in the tenderloin i'm about to take the bus back to Alameda. <laughs> but that's why we need the we need the rating so people subscribe to the show via itunes and give us five star rating also i swear to god i ordered the new t-shirts they're coming soon people who are on back order i have not forgotten you i apologize Quit sending me death threats. <laughs> I swear to... Dude, I got two threats from some limeys this week. One guy named Hamish. Yeah. Hamish. They're chefs. They'll, they'll you shiv you. How can you be scared of someone named Hamish? I, I am scared. I am not scared of someone named they Hamish. They don't have my email. I don't know. He, he called me a miserable kike. And I was like, okay, <laughs> all right. I got the shirt. It's coming. <laughs> they should be happy because what, what, you want my firstborn? They're gonna get. You don't want my they're firstborn. gonna get the fresh design before anybody has it because they're they're on first on the list. First on the list of the brand new design. So t-shirts will be coming in a couple weeks. In the meantime, go to sickerrompodcast.com, Click on store. You go to the cafe press store, or no, you can just order a t-shirt and it'll be on back order because we're out right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, finally, here sick and so- sick and wrong song of the week came in through Jesse. Jesse writes. Jesus fucking Christ, D. I never knew how much of a hipster fuck you were until the banana phone bit. What next? Are you going to play Twee Pop? <laughs> on a follow-up note... Is that I, Hamish? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, on a follow-up note, I was the one who emailed you about the human centipede. You can just refer to me as Jay. I have a job and don't really feel like getting fired for having links to sick and disgusting shit. Too bad there, buddy. Call me a hipster fuck. <laughs> I just said your first name. Yeah, I don't think that's going to um, do it. Phone, D's hipsterness, Slipknot, I Propose Redemption. I'm going to attach a few Stormtrooper of Death songs. S-O-D, <laughs> man. And if one makes it to Sick and Wrong Song of the Week, I'll see about emailing you some good Tennessee whiskey. Not that watered-down Jack Daniels piss, but the mighty, tasty George Dickel. I've, uh, I've, I've partaken of the Dickel. Wackerly's a fan of the Dickel. If this works out, you might have to send me some tips on mailing it. You know what? You can just go straight to, uh, what's that? What's that store? BevMo. People order liquor yeah. from us from BevMo all the time. We appreciate that. I'll even go pick it up. You can just get it over to the, <laughs> to the store. <clears throat> I, I, can I point out, though? Somebody, one of the comment. I don't care about the comment count, but I care about the comment quality on iTunes. And somebody put a comment and called us old metalheads discuss fucked up stories. And I was pretty proud of that. 
old metalheads. It's yeah, kind of, yeah. It's a mark of distinction. Old metalheads. Yeah, I know. And that's the thing. He goes, I kind of have a feeling that D would have heard of SOD. Have I heard of SOD? <laughs> have I heard of SOD? Speak English or die. I used to play it all the time when I did that metal show. Remember? Yeah. When, uh, yeah. Scott Ian, Billy Milano. Like, like we pointed band. out before, you're too old to be a hipster. It's, it's, <laughs> Way fit, it's mathematically old. impossible. I try, but I'm just <laughs> too old. It's not working. I fail. Sadly. <laughs> he goes, that you did play High on Fire, best current metal band, by the way. Kind of agree with that. Also, I, I like the sword. Um, who knows what the fuck Wackerly listens to? Probably techno. Oh, you, you, you're so way off. That's worse than hipster. Pretty much all you listen to is country and metal, really. You listen to a lot of country. I do listen to a lot of country. Yeah, a lot of country. It's because you're kind of a country guy. I live out in the country. Out in the country. <laughs> he goes, S.O.D. was a crossover thrash act that was a side project of several anthrax guys and the funniest fat man in metal, Billy Milano. They have a song called Sergeant D and the S.O.D. And I kind of feel like oh, thinking of you as Sergeant D from now on when I listen to the show. But aren't you general butt naked? <laughs> that was uh, my uh, DJ name for a little while. But I kind of like Sergeant D. It's kind of uh, gives too. me some authority. It reminds me of Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. Wasn't there a band called M.O.D. also? Yeah, Billy Milano. I think once, once S.O.D. just kind of ended, he just went on oh, yeah. and had his own M.O.D. I had but, some of their CDs as well. Yeah, S.O.D. was way better. Well, yeah. But. Um, so anyways, he sent me an MP3 with a couple songs. One sending, or one called Fuck the Middle East. Good song. He said, I sent that because, well, you've seen the news recently. Bigger than the devil, purely for the line that says, Offer your soul for Sergeant D to save you. And shenanigans, because of the sick and wrong lifestyle in general. Your own discretion here, D. Anyway, I'm off to wonder what happened to my fellow East Tennessean soccer mom. Keep it sick, keep it wrong, guys. Jay. She got sick of us. Yeah, I do wonder what happened to her. She, she does her own podcast, and I think she got more involved in that and, and thought we were going to like give her more publicity or something. Oh, we talked about her podcast enough yeah, times. Yeah, I know, I know. She did send us moonshine, though, and I'll always, I'll always be grateful for that. Yeah, I will too. That was great that stuff. Was cool. Maybe next Christmas we'll get more. So let's end the let's end the show here with uh, shenanigans. I think it's an all around good, uh, sick and wrong song. So shenanigans by Sod. Thank you, uh, Jay, for sending that in. People, this has been episode two thirty one here of Sick and Wrong. We're going to be back next week, uh, possibly a day late. I'm hoping to be on time, but I right. I do I do have to go out of town. It's this called weekend. Sick and Wrong time. Yeah, sick and wrong of, time. You know, Tuesday to Thursday is all the same thing. But, as always, I think we're as dependable as your, your monthly period. Uh, we'll be back next week My with episode, <laughs> episode 232. Until then, take it sleazy. <laughs>
chair started splitting? Yeah, well, uh... <coughs> Jesus Christ, dude. I got, like, something caught right in the back of my throat, like a hair or something. A pube. A pube, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I was just grabbing pubes and shoving them in my mouth. That's one way to get it in your mouth. <laughs>